With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to the 1871 podcast. And on this episode, we're looking back on last night's game against Luton and how things look at the bottom of the championship. And we'll also look ahead to Reading's next game at Coventry on Saturday. And coming soon on the 1871 podcast, we'll be continuing our Reading FC Top 100 series, where Johnny and I will be choosing our favourite Reading games and seasons. And we'll also be choosing five great Reading managers and five influential people in Reading's history. So looking forward to... Uh, chatting to Johnny about that. Um, so we did our countdown of our favourite players, uh, which was really interesting. Enjoyed that. Um, so looking forward to continuing the series. But to start tonight's episode, I can now announce the winner of our competition to win a copy of the Reading Between the Lines book, uh, which is about Reading's first season in the Premier League. And that's signed by Dave Kitson. And our winner is Luke Newton, who, of course, is a Reading fan. Uh, And Luke correctly identified Dave Kitson as Reading's top goal scorer in the 106 season. So there was a bit of a clue in the question and the fact that, you know, Dave signed the book. Um, But anyway, uh, thanks to everyone who entered that. And congratulations to Luke. So the book is on its way to you. So, Johnny, now it's time to look back at last night's game against Luton. And I think it's fair to say a few mixed emotions. So there was some good stuff and there was some bad stuff, basically. Um, And we'll also look at how that result has affected Reading's chances of of staying up. So let's, um, let's start by having a look at this week's results affecting the teams at the bottom end of the championship. So they were spread across... Two evenings, um, Tuesday and last night. So on Tuesday, Rotherham, still not out of the relegation fight. They drew two all against Burnley. Um, Huddersfield drew one all away to Sunderland. Wigan, who we think are pretty much down, they won 1-0 away to Stoke. And Blackpool lost 2-0 at home to West Brom. 
And then last night, three big games in the relegation fight. QPR drew one all against Norwich. Uh, Cardiff won 3-1 away to Watford. Uh, and of course, Reading drew one all against Luton. So two draws for Noel Hunt in his first two games. And it was an eventful night, it's fair to say, for Andy Carroll. So um, he missed a, a really good chance early on. Uh, then he gave Reading the lead. Uh, and then we thought for a moment he'd given Reading a 2-0 lead. But he was spotted for a handball, given a second yellow card and sent off. So he's going to miss Saturday's game at Coventry. Uh, Johnny, over to you. Give me your thoughts. I know you're a little bit angry with Andy Carroll this morning, aren't you? Uh, it's frustrated. It started, I mean, he's come out and apologised. And, you know, one of those things, he went for the ball, his eyes closed, hunts back to him. And it's it's, it's just frustrating. You know, it, it, it happens. You know, I see, what was it? The commentary goal, he scored one with his hand against Blackburn last night, apparently. But that was given. Um, you know, so, like, I think, you know, the motions of about 20 seconds from thinking of a tuna up to then seeing what was going on. And you're like, and, you know, and it's not just that. It's just, you know, he's an influential player. And I actually think he might be missing two games because it's the second red. I'm not sure. I've heard different things on whether it's one or two. Yeah. But Well, I, I had a look and, and the short answer is I don't know. The yeah. first wasn't the first one in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know... I think it's just one. I hope um, so. <laughs> I've been I've been looking because it was also it was two yellow cards. I don't th- I haven't seen anywhere that it makes a difference that yeah. two red cards, it's a two game ban. Also, I think it was in the FA Cup the first game. So we know he's he, no, we, next week anyway. Ninety nine percent sure he's missing Saturday's game, yeah. right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll focus on that one. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah. we 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 don't know, but um, it it wasn't so much um, hand of God. It was hand of oh my God, really? What yeah. I've done, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was like I mean, you know, in, in real time, it, it didn't look it, but you know, the first the first yellow card, uh, you know, it was a bit of a a forwards challenge, really, wasn't it? You know, and I don't know maybe because it's Andy Carroll, the refs are like the like you know get the get the yellow card out straight away. You know, some of the challenges again last night, you know, from the opposition could have been yellow cards, weren't. You know, again, the referee stands in the championships are so up and down, you know. Uh, Yeardon got the yellow card for, again, another challenge that couldn't, on another day wouldn't have been yellow. You know, we could go like this all the whole season. It's it's what it is, but, you know, when you're, it's, it's happened and, and we have to move on. And, you know, it's just a shame whether we, you know, we played well and, you know, we, in, you know, the start we, you know, they said Carol Chance we, we missed, and then then Lee uh, Luton came into the game and played well for the rest of the half, and then we got that goal, and you're like, here we go, and then you're thinking, you know, now we've got a good chance, and even when they're sending off, they defended well, they stuck to it, and then you know, a bit of freakish kind of equaliser for them, but they could not, they could have gone on and lost the game under. It's, you know, that, that kind of mindset that Hunt's got with the team. You know, they're definitely fighting. Whatever happened, you know, with the Carroll, it's happened. But the team is fighting. The team are putting the, the spirit out there. You know, they're, they're giving the rule. And that's brilliant. Um, you know, and they've played two top teams and got 
deservedly a point in each. Um, you know, from from you know playing for each other, the youngsters coming on. Um, hopefully that that can continue to Coventry. You know, we can only I can only look forward and try and be positive, and you know, it's what we need to do. We can dwell on what's been missed, but um, we just got to try and keep this team up. That's as simple yeah. as it. Well, well, let, let, let's let's see if we can find some positives from from last night's game. And you know, going back to the Burnley game, so we've drawn against Burnley. I think actually it was probably a better performance from Reading against Luton last night. We were we yeah. were one nil up. We had some chances. Let's not forget that Luton had some chances. They hit the yeah. post. Um, there was some sort of last gasp defending and it was a type of defence from Reading and it was a type of defending that you get when players are committed so yeah. there were there were tackles flying in that prevented Reading from losing that game so there was there, there were one or two players in particular who were they looked like they were defending for their lives so I yeah. think I think there's a some positives to come out of it. I think there's some frustrations. You know, we were 1-0 up. Uh, we thought we'd gone 2-0 up. We could have got a win and that would have taken us out of the relegation zone, all that sort of stuff. But you also have to look at the positives and, and the way that the, the it's a different, almost a different team without being a different team. You know, there's a couple of new players who are getting a look in now, who are getting a bit more, um, a bit more of a look in under Noel Hunt, and it just seems to be at at least, you know, last night you look at that and Reading were, you know, giving it some, and yeah. I think I think in the end a, a draw was probably about right because Luton they looked a a pretty decent side, and I thought overall Reading dealt quite well with them, and and actually, you know, if you break down all the the various chances that Luton had and the amount of time they, they spent on the attack uh, and how Reading dealt with that. <laughs> I think there's a lot of positives to come out of that. And OK, it's actually out of our hands. You know, if the teams above us win all their remaining games, OK, Rotherham and Cardiff aren't because they're playing each other. But um, but I'll come to that. But I think it's these first two games under Noel Hunt have set us up for now is the time it's now become a mini league of three games for one team, I think, um, who's going to be relegated out of out of all those teams that are in the mix. Because we think that Blackpool and Wigan are, are too far adrift. So, look, here's how the, the bottom of the table looks now after last night's uh, draw against Luton. So, Rotherham, they're three points above the relegation zone with 46 points. They've got four games to go. Cardiff had that great win last night. They're now on 45 points with four games to go. And the rest of the teams have all got three games left. So Huddersfield have got 44 points, QPR 44 and Reading 43 in the relegation zone. So just to break that down, um, there's three points separating Rotherham, Cardiff, Huddersfield, QPR and Reading. There's two points separating Cardiff, Huddersfield, QPR and Reading. So two points separating four teams. And there's one point separating Huddersfield, QPR and Reading. So 
we said we thought that Cardiff were in the mix and obviously they've overtaken Huddersfield. Um, so I think Rotherham are still not out of it, but of, of the, the rest of those teams, it seems like it's possibly between Cardiff, Huddersfield, QPR and Reading for one relegation place. Um, but as I say, Rotherham not actually out of it just yet. They're only three points clear, um, but they have got that game in hand as well. So a really key thing, and it might come down to this on the last day of the season, QPR's goal difference is minus 27. Reading's goal difference is minus 19. So, Johnny, all we need to do to stay up is gain one point on QPR over the next three games and we'll finish above them. Uh, it might come down to that. So <laughs> Sounds we, so easy. <laughs> so if we get, so let, let's say, for example, we get four points in the next three games, which is entirely doable. They get three points. We'll be above them on goal difference. QPR will go down, Reading will stay up. How, how do you fancy that? Is that a good thing? I think any, any, any Reading fan will do yeah. that. You know, I think it's, yeah, like you said, you know, last night, um, that, that spirit's there. And I think I, I heard. Andy Yeardon played after his, his partner had a baby the night before. He had no sleep. And you're like, that's that's the commitment, you know, that you asked for from the team. Yeah, the result, we didn't get the win. But the, the spirit's there, um, you know, for for these last three games. And, you know, you believe in what Hunt's doing. He's 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 galvanised the team. He trusts lads like Guinness Walker, where it didn't really give, you know, he was in and out of the team and he's letting them play it. You know, you can see the spirits there and the fights there. Coventry, you know, next up are a, a decent team, but we've performed well against two top teams already. So, you know, the next two do for us is to, to break that away record, isn't it? And, and you know, um, QPR have got Burnley away, I think, Saturday, which, you know, you'd hope as much as you can in the championship that that's, a you know, Burnley should win that, but... Again, it, it's, you know, you can't predict any of it. It's, it's crazy. But, you know, if we can get a point on Saturday at Coventry, it would be brilliant. Um, I think it's going to go down to the last game against Huddersfield, against Warnock. It's just written in the stars, isn't it? Whatever happens in the next two games, you just go, oh, yeah, uh, here we go. But if if it does and we're in and we're still in with the chance of staying up on the last day, if that's the case, then I'll take it, you know, we We've just got to be in it to win it, isn't it? So the old saying goes. Yeah, and I think another positive last night, you did see some good signs from some of the young players. So there yeah. was, you know, I was watching the game and, and looking at some of those young players and thinking, you know, they're playing against one of the, the top teams, the third team in the championship. Um, and they're giving a decent account of themselves, and and there were a few kind of flashes of if there was a little bit more on the end of some of those runs and that sort of thing. There was there was just a little bit missing sometimes at, at the end, but there was like I say, I think one thing that really stood out for me, uh, a, 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 for me apart from Reading taking the lead, was the fact, and it was you could say it was against the run of play. But it was those last ditch tackles that stopped, um, you know, prevented um, Luton winning the game. So there was some posit- some positives last night. I came out of that. Yes, of course, uh, it was a bit frustrating what happened with with Andy Carroll. Um, but I came came out of that 
sort of feeling quite optimistic because it's about the the last three games now. And and yeah, as you say, QPR away to Burnley on Saturday, and then a week on Saturday, QPR away to Stoke. Um, and then they finish at home to Bristol City on May the 8th. So that's QPR's last three games. Um, the other thing we haven't mentioned so far is Reading's 106 points record is safe for another year. Um, so Burnley's 0-0 draw at Reading meant they could only equal the record, but then they drew two all against Rotherham on Tuesday, and that means they can't catch the 106 record. So there is that. But there is a team that already has... 107 points this season and they're not finished yet and that is former Royals midfielder Phil Parkinson's Wrexham who need just one win from their last two games to be certain of promotion to League Two Um, and and talking of records you might on a previous record heard me say something about uh, Man United beating Reading's record and it was when we were talking about the 106 record and I was getting my records mixed up a little bit. Man United beat Reading's um, record of not conceding a goal for more than a thousand minutes. So that, so I was getting my two records mixed up. Of course, no one in the Premier League has, has got to 106 points, but Wrexham have now got to 107. So um, let's, uh, let's hope that Phil Parkinson and Wrexham can get, uh, get the one win they need from their last two games. So good luck to, to Phil and the Wrexham team. Uh, and just a quick word on on Dylan Kerr and Marumo Gallants. They're now seven games unbeaten since um, Dylan joined, and they're now two points above the relegation zone in the South African Premier Division. And they drew nil-nil with the now second-place team, Supersport United, on Tuesday. So they're going really well, and, and uh, Dylan is basically doing a Neil Warnock by the looks of it out there again. He's done that with four teams, so it looks like he might do it with a fifth team. They've still got, I think, three games to go or something like that. So, look, let's, um, Johnny, let's look ahead to the games coming up involving Reading, QPR, Huddersfield, Cardiff and Rotherham. So, on Saturday, Reading, as we know, away to Coventry. Uh, as we've mentioned, QPR away to Burnley. So, we're looking for Burnley to do us a favour there. Uh, Cardiff home to Stoke. Um, Rotherham away to Bristol City and I kept looking but Huddersfield I don't think they've got a game unless uh, unless I miss that one but um, I don't think Huddersfield are playing on Saturday are they? I think it's a um, Sheffield United in the Cup semi-final is that is there something like that? I don't something like that but, any, but anyway um doesn't look like Huddersfield are playing so that's um you know, that's a kind of incentive for Reading as well. They can go above Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, and then on Thursday, it's the game in hand for Rotherham and Cardiff. They're playing each other. Um, but as I say, I mean, probably the two biggest games on Saturday is uh, Reading away to Coventry, of course. And we'll also be keeping an eye on QPR away to Burnley. Um, so if Reading get a point and Burnley beat QPR, Reading will be above QPR because of the goal difference. Um, and then crowd going up as well. Say again. There's a good crowd going up as well. I think there's over a thousand tickets sold for the yeah. commentary day, which is great. The fans will be there back in the team again, and that that makes such a difference, Mark, doesn't it? You see when the, the fans are getting behind the team, and it's giving them that energy, you know, that fight and that spirit to keep going, and that's what we need. Everyone in it together, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and um, Reading's 
final two games, uh, as I think everyone will already know, home to Wigan a week on Saturday and away to Huddersfield and Neil Warnock, of course, on Monday, May the 8th. Um, and, and a word on, on Coventry, Johnny, that's, that's going to be a tricky game. They're just one point off a playoff place after their keeper scored a stoppage time equaliser against Blackburn last night. So they're still, you know, they're still fighting for the playoffs. And obviously they're there, you know, they're up there because they're having a really good season um, just outside the playoffs. So that's not going to be an easy game, is it? No, no, but, you know, I think, like we've, you know, we've talked about, you know, we're forgetting what's gone on up to these last two games now because it is a different team, is in approach and attitude and uh, belief, um, everything, you know, the fight. I think, you know, he's talking about the youngsters there. And I think Noel Hunt said after the game last night that, you know, the young players, he, he, they're good players. He said they just need to have a bit more belief uh, in the final third to show what they can do. And it's there. You can see the talent, you know, as, as he's set up, you know, the corner for the Carroll's goal, you know, and he's been allowed to have a run in the team now. And you can see that confidence in him, you know, and then you've got a briefers come on, El Hibbert Harmon, um, you know, will probably. I was going to help you. I was going to help you out. I've been practicing. John. I know, I've been practicing. Help you out there. Um, you know, but he'll probably have to start now. Probably on Saturday with Carol out. Uh, Mate's probably not back till maybe next week. Um, so look, it's what it is. We've got the team that's there. The youngsters, you know, they look part on the pitch. You know, you don't look at anyone coming on and going, "Oh, the Jews, they're out of they're out of their depth here." You know, they all fit in and play well. So. Go up there and, you know, Hunt will have a plan. The team will have a plan. The only, you know, it's a lot of games for a small squad to keep performing at that level, isn't it? You know, three tough games in a week um, with pretty much the same 11, you know, starting to give the odd change. But Hunt will get get them going and fire them up for, you know, it's like, lads, you just got three games to keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Then, you, then you're off. So, you know, they'll put everything on the line. You know, the guys like uh, Nappy Sars really showing his leadership now and Tom Holmes has got his confidence back. Um, yeah. You know, so it's, we trust in them. You know, like Hunt, Hunt will give it everything he's got, you know, in his, his capabilities as the manager and then the players and the backroom staff to to do the, what they can. And, you know, I believe in them and, and I'm sure you do and everyone else that yeah. he can get us there. Do you know what my gut feeling is? We're going to stay up because if if you think about it, we, Literally, if we gain one point on QPR, we stay up. So yeah. the last three games, QPR got three games left. They're playing Burnley. Uh, Reading have got three games left. We only have to gain one point on them. So if if we lose two and draw one and QPR lose all their remaining three games, which is not beyond the realms of possibility, given that they're losing most of their recent games anyway, uh, and, and just obviously to say, Johnny, and, and I had practiced the, the name Ehia Batiaman, still can't get it quite right. Um, we'll have to get him on, actually, and he can pronounce it. Um, but I would like to say, of course, uh, to see the youngsters in the team has been a breath of fresh air, hasn't it? Oh, very good. You've been, you've had that, you've been practicing that one, haven't you? <laughs> I've been, been waiting for a while to, to say uh, that one. But... No, it is. It is like, you know, they're, they're promising talent, you know, and again, whatever happens in the summer, you've got some good young players there that, you know, will be part of the squad for next season, wherever that is, but hopefully in the Championship. Yeah, and I think it's really important, and, and it is a bit of an old cliche, but 
yes, there's three games to go. And yes, we're looking at what QPR are doing, but it's just one game at a time at the moment. So the focus is purely on uh, not really thinking about three games collectively, not thinking about what QPR are doing. It's actually, let's go there to Coventry on Saturday, give it everything that we've got, come off that pitch, um, knowing that you gave it, you know, 100%. Um, and I think we've seen some good signs. So, uh, do, do we think that um, we'll be happy with a another draw? So, it'll be three draws in a row for Noel Hunt. Will we be happy with that, do you think, at Coventry? I would. I, you know, and it, it wouldn't obviously be brilliant, but I take a point as the way that the team's doing. You know, it's another point gained. Whatever happens in the other games, we can't, you know, we're not known... We just have to do it a game at a time, like you say. And if we get a positive result and a positive performance again, that builds that, you know, unbeaten record and, and we get the momentum for the next game. Yeah. Whatever that leaves us, for hopefully, you know, they'll still be in touch with whatever's around, you know, the teams that are around them. And, you know, as long as we've got hope and we've, we've got a chance of staying up, we'll bleed. And, you know, that's that's what I'm sure Hunt will install in the players, that, you know, it's, it's one nine-minute game. It's it's not about what Coventry have done previously or we've done. It's what happens on that pitch. And they've shown, you know, in those last two games that they can match up with the two two of the best teams and Coventry's up there. So why not do it there as well? You know, there's nothing yeah. nothing to be scared of. Yeah, and, and we were we were up against Luton. And, and then, you know, we to be fair, we did quite well with, with 10 men. Uh, so there's some encouraging signs, and, and look, look back to to Saturday against Burnley um, and and the other teams, you know, around Reading um, slipped up. So that was a good day for Reading, and then you know we're we're still in touch. We're we're literally this is how close it is. If we gain one point on QPR over the next three games, we stay up. It's kind of that close. It's that sort of. <laughs> simple and um yeah let, let's wish Noel Hunt and the team all the best for Coventry away um I think we would be happy and we are going to be looking at the the other scores of course we're hoping Burnley can do us a favour um you know if we draw at Coventry if Burnley do us a favour we're out of the relegation zone and then it's back in our hands and that you know that's a realistic possibility we don't know of course but um that's that's a possibility. Um, the other teams might slip up as well. So, uh, yeah, good luck to to Noel and the team. Uh, I'm not going to say, come on, you ask, because when I was saying that before, it didn't work. So I've stopped saying that now. But, okay. uh, yeah, w- wish them all the best. So thanks for joining me, Johnny. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look forward. We're actually looking forward to Saturday's game, aren't we, I think? And I'll be at work hiding behind the couch. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. I think the mood has changed. Yeah. Um, just finally, the mood has changed. We were we were really worried about what's uh, you know what's going to happen in in the next game under Paul Ince. Now we're kind of we're looking forward to it. I think that's yeah. that's a key difference for me. Yeah, definitely. And there's you know you can see it the the the, the, the belief you know and, and the players putting everything on you know on the line you know like you say the tackles the blocks. You know, and and you know, you go, yeah. 
they've come off the pitch given everything. And that's all that's all you can ask and that's all you want, you know, from any team. And there's been times you've questioned that previously under Ince for sure. But now under Hunt, I don't think he let them come off the pitch without giving that effort because he's that kind of leader and he's, he wants that from the team. And that's, you know, that's brilliant. And that's that's going to give us half a chance of staying up. That alone. Uh, and what about this? We go to Huddersfield on the last game of the season. Andy Carroll's back from suspension. He's quite fresh because he he didn't didn't play in the in the game against Coventry. Comes back for the last two games or the last game or whatever it is. We're not a hundred percent sure. We think it's only one game he's missing, but he comes back and he he gets uh, he gets a late equaliser at Huddersfield to keep Reading up and send Huddersfield down. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would, but I'll take anything to keep us up. I yeah. don't care who goes down at the minute, to be honest, and who scores. I don't. If, if Joe Lumley come up and scores it with, with a header, I'll take that. I'll take whatever, as long as we're up and we can celebrate being up at the end of the season. How we get there is, who knows, but let's just hope that, you know, we believe in the team and wishing the best of luck for the for, for Saturday and the remaining games. And, uh, yeah, let the, the roller coaster ride continue. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Well, thanks, Johnny. Thanks for joining me. And uh, yeah, good luck to, to Reading on Saturday. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.